Welcome, everyone. This is a moment with M and MJ, and I'm Mary Jo Ryder. I am Mike Ryder, <laughs> and we are super blessed that you're sharing this moment with us. We're yes. we've had a couple of questions, and we're excited to. It's kind of the right timing, so mm-hmm. we're going to answer a couple of questions tonight. Yes, the topic of said questions is the timing of them is really good to answer them now because we're mm-hmm. winding down. 22 and we're 2022 going, 2022 yeah and we're going to head into 2023 with fasting and prayer again so mm-hmm. you know we've got we've got a lot of stuff out there that we've done on fasting and prayer we've got fasting and prayer testimonies 15 reasons to fast and pray just scroll down the list of our videos and you'll find them mm-hmm. and uh, we've got a lot of good resources in there that will help you if you want to start fasting and do a time of fasting and prayer. Would I encourage that for every believer? Absolutely. 100% yes. Yes. Yes, we would. Um, But we had a question on one of our videos. As a matter of fact, it was on the 15 reasons to fast and pray video. And we wanted to just kind of touch on it because it's a very, very valid question, a very good question, and just wanted to share some information on that. And the question is this, can you come under mental attack when you're praying and fasting? Some of the most hurtful things come up when I pray and fast. I, it had me in a horrible mood. I was just mad at everyone. <laughs> and the, uh, the short answer to that question is yes, mm-hmm. but the, the quote attack can be twofold. Okay, yes, you can come under a, a spiritual attack when you are fasting and praying because you're in the process of getting closer to the Lord, right? You're in the process of Mm -hmm. seeking him, seeking his will for your life, whatever it is that you decide to fast and pray for. So yes, the enemy would like to keep you from that. So yes. And it's scriptural too. I mean, Jesus was led into the wilderness for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. That's a spirit. That's a hundred percent spiritual attack. Okay. So yes, absolutely. It can. But if you look at it from the, this uh, listener said something about being uh, being crabby and all that kind of thing, and if you think about it from just the natural standpoint of abstaining from food, remember fasting and prayer is abstinence from food. We'll deal with that in a little bit here, <laughs> which I just had to do that. It was kind of fun. But when you are when you're starving your body from things that Mm -hmm. you normally had, okay? Like two really huge ones, and they were, for me personally, were sugar and coffee and caffeine, you know, sugar and caffeine, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, Yeah, when you're coming down from that, when you're on it, and for me, it was like the talons came out, and it's like, you know, and yeah, so if you have things like that, that you're putting in your body consistently and then you stop for a period of time, you you will have that. People have reported, yes, I get caffeine headaches if I don't because I, I drink so much caffeine. I have all this stuff. I have like 10 cups of coffee a day. And then if I go for a period of time without having any, I get these just nasty headaches, mm-hmm. you know? So yes, absolutely. And that can definitely cause moodiness and things like that. But I think the thing to remember and... One of the things, it wasn't long ago that the Lord spoke to me, I was in a period of time where it just felt like I was just being shredded and had no idea why. It just 
you know, when you have things that come into your life that kind of hurt and are painful, you're like, oh, this must be the devil. Bless God, better be, you know, and you start rebuking the devil. Well, then you go to John chapter 15 and God talks about pruning. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you're, when you're being pruned, sometimes it's a painful process. And if the Lord is through a fasting and prayer time showing you, hey, this is something that I would like to prune from your life. Embrace it. Is pruning is cutting. You know, you look at it in the plant world, which mm -hmm. where is where that come from? The vine dressing world. This is John chapter fifteen, and Jesus compares uh, himself to the vine, and God is the vine dresser. Okay, and we being engrafted in Christ, mm -hmm. we are a vital part of the vine, and we have union with Him. He goes later on to explain in that chapter. But when you're pruning a plant, you're actually trimming off things that are alive. Yes, you trim off uh, dead branches also, mm -hmm. right? But he says, any branch in me that bears fruit, it gets pruned that it may bring more and better fruit. Better fruit, yeah. So you're actually trimming off something that is fruit-bearing. Okay, so it's alive, mm -hmm. right? So there is some pain involved in that. But thinking about having things in your life that the Lord would like to prune. If it's a dead branch, let him do it. Even if it's a live branch, allow him to prune you so that you may bring forth more and better fruit later on. Right. Okay. So that might be a goal that you might have for a, so just an are understanding you for a prayer like, and fasting time. Like somebody that um, when you're doing prayer and fasting, you're kind of doing more of a, a cleanup maybe of your diet oh, sure. at the same time as mm -hmm. far as like avoiding sugar and avoiding the caffeine. Yes. So, and I think that's one of the things we're just going to touch on. Just, I know Mike said we're going to go into it a little bit is just, and it's on some of our other podcasts on prayer and fasting, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. we have used the model of doing a fast from, we eat earlier than 6 a.m. in the morning and then we fast food during the day and eat after 6 p.m. Right. in the evening. And we're, you know, our goal is to, to not overeat in the morning or right. at night yeah, just you, because we're, you yeah. know, we're trying to do what the Bible says as far as fasting, and that is to um, shut your mouth from food. Mm -hmm. And yep. the goal is to have your body feel hunger, but mm -hmm. that you are you are making a decision to say no to that hunger mm -hmm. until a certain time. And, and we understand that there is, you know, and we've gone into that in our podcast that yes. there is exceptions. Yes. And if you, you know, definitely go take the time to go look at back at our podcast mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and just get some more information on that. Or if you have a question again, just put shoot it down in the email um, section and, and shoot us a question and mm -hmm. we can just answer it for you too. Yeah. Yeah, so that'd be great. That'd be great. Um, Mary Jo was kind of alluding to this a little bit. Are there things that you can do that constitute a fast that don't uh, relate to food? Well, we were actually, that's one of the other questions that we were yes. asked. Yes. Can I fast by fasting Twitter? Or can I fast by fasting um, Facebook, Facebook, social media, or TV, television. Let's just say, video you know, games. let's use video games Whatever. or TV. Mm -hmm. 
and and we've just gone back to the Bible mm-hmm. and and reported best basically what the word says about fasting and the word fasting. The stands short for answer to that question is no. No. <laughs> and the <laughs> well, well, and part of it is because it's we're on a biblical fast. Yes. It's not like it's not it's a good idea actually right. if you're going right. to you know, during your fasting time, if you can set aside those things like TV and Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the principles of prayer and fasting is the prayer time. Right. And getting your time with with God, with mm-hmm. the Lord, and asking him questions like, you know, what does he have for, you know, what is he saying about your year of 2023? Right. For You know, this is an example. Mm-hmm. What is he saying about just your relationships and your job and your Every facet of your life, what is he giving you information on? And right. you spend that time in prayer and you get answers to, question, answers to questions, you get them. Right. And um, so that that is, you know, that is why we're saying it's a good idea to, to you know, to abstain. back off, abstain. Yes. And, but when we had somebody ask us a direct question, is, is, um, is fasting Twitter a fast? And we're like, no, not really, because you're it's not, not hungry. It's not a biblical fast. You know, you're not hungry for food, and there's... Yeah, I'm going to toss this out there on that real quick. Mm-hmm. Fasting is a denial of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you shut down your social media, if you shut down all of these other television electronic things that you normally do, yes, that is a discipline of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to deny that. And like Mary Jo said, it is a very good thing for us to do because then we can take that time that we're normally spending on those things and spend it with the Lord, spend mm-hmm. it in prayer, spend it reading the word, studying, getting closer to him. Mm-hmm. However, comma, it does not constitute a biblical fast in the sense that a true biblical fast always mentions food. Mm-hmm before the advent of television, before the internet, before PlayStation, before all of these other things, okay, when they didn't exist, everybody would have been 100% fasted 100% of the time, okay? And there would have been, you know, no need for basically this this kind of discussion. Right. But, yes, it, to, to find out what a true biblical fast is, the best One, to consult for that is the master through his word. What does the Bible say about it? Mm -hmm. You know, and we did a video like the question came uh, from, it was posted on our video, 15 reasons to fast and pray from scripture. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's 15 biblical examples of fasting and prayer. I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. It's got some really good stuff in there. I think it will... uh, It'll, if nothing else, what it'll do is it'll will give you some ideas on some things that you may want to fast for. Mm-hmm. Okay, you may want to be moving towards some of those things during your fasting and prayer time. Another thing that I think we touched on it a little bit previously was the Daniel fast. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, punch any doctrine in the face or anything like that. Just want to really look at it from a biblical standpoint. If you look at Daniel chapter 1, where Daniel and uh, his three friends, their Babylonian names were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, 
they were not eating the king's delicacies because they would have been defiled by them. It was not a fast per se. It was they were not partaking of it because it was offensive to God. They would have been violating their godly principle mm-hmm. Okay, in doing so. And in Daniel chapter 10... So basically what they were doing, as my understanding, is it was their life. Yes. You know, it wasn't a fast... Correct. ...for, uh, for biblical purposes. Mm-hmm. It was a lifestyle. Yes. And that, I think, is, is the difference. They were Jewish. I mean, they were Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Okay, certain things were, were forbidden. Yes, mm-hmm. unclean, forbidden for them to eat. And so drink. yeah, and drink. So they abstained from it because the king's food contained stuff that was not good for them to consume as Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Okay, according to their law and tradition. So that's what it was. Is it they were making a stand for God and saying, No, we will not partake of that because it, it will defile us in the eyes of God. So Isn't there two examples? I mean, there's an example of how they were um, eating their lifestyle, but then when he prayed for the 21 days too. Yes, like, I'm going to that right now in Daniel okay. chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10. I'm going to read it out of the King James, out of my Dake Study Bible, which I really enjoy. Uh, Daniel chapter 10, verse 1 through 3. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar, and the thing was true, but the time appointed was long, and he understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. <laughs> In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth, neither did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Okay, so if we look at verse 2, mourning, the note on there, Dr. Dake has, uh, this is a long time for a man to be in fasting, prayer, and constant emotional strain. Okay, when he talks about in verse 3, I ate no pleasant bread, this is, this is the same as saying that he was on a total fast, not on a diet, as some today call a Daniel's fast. Okay, and Dr. Dake has done tons of study on this, just the Word of God. And, I mean, it was like somebody said he had a photographic memory or something like that. I heard mm-hmm. somebody say that, and he really had a deep understanding of the Greek and the Hebrew and all these different nuances going on with the Bible and was able to extract so many of these things out of it by his knowledge of the original texts that you get all these amazing, outstanding notes on there. Uh, We've got this book, Complete Guide to Biblical Fasting by Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr., And in here, he raised a very interesting question or a very interesting concept about the Daniel fast. Traditionally, the way we know it as modern Christians, right? And he said it like this, did Daniel plan to fast for 21 days? That's a great question. And it says in the word that he fasted for three whole weeks, which is 21 days. Right. But did it say that's what he intended to do? He fasted until he got his answer. He got his answer. Mm -hmm. For you, that might be three days. That might be 10 days. That might be 17 days. It might be 21 days. It might be 30 days. Who knows? 
the concept of the whole thing of fasting and prayer is to fast and pray until you get your answer. Yeah, we're going with the 21-day model. It's not going to hurt. But Well, that's because, like we shared already, is that you know we're still eating. We're mm-hmm. eating before 6 in mm-hmm. the morning, and we're eating after 6 at night. If you feel the Lord is... Um, is sharing with you to do a full fast. Mm-hmm. We have totally recommend that you get some good counsel on yes. it. There yes. are things that um, mm-hmm. wisdom wise that you want to um, do and, uh, and, and not yes. do, yes. especially, um, especially as you come off of a fast, mm-hmm. there's definitely things that they recommend doing for your physical body. Right. And it's not like you can't have a miracle but even with working with the miracle, you can you can come back um, from your fast and and make wise choices. So yeah, definitely for the length of your fast, just be checking on it. Do a little bit of research. Find out what's going to be good for your body coming down off of that type of fast. But the whole goal of it can be perfectly stated in Job twenty three twelve, and we've said this. We've put this verse up on previous podcasts he said he knows job says he knows the way that i take i have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food Mm -hmm. so when it comes to that point and we've had days like that folks we've had days when it's just been like we've got such a buzz on what's going on on the inside that we just keep going we just don't eat and we dig into the word and that's when you know your fast is going to bear fruit when you get to that point when you're so seeking god that all of these things have just kind of taking a back seat, all the food and stuff is taking a back seat. And you're like, you know what? I have to hear from the Lord. So yeah, you're given that first place, first place priority. Yes. And, and that's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I mean, uh, as another example, that's why we do it at the beginning of the year because right. we're giving it first place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what better time to consecrate than at the beginning of a new year? It's almost like it's a fresh start, a mm-hmm. clean slate type of thing, you know, coming into the new year. So what better way to do it than to just dedicate that time to the Lord and to consecrating yourself to him and seeking his face. Yes. So we hope this has answered yes. questions that um, the individuals put on mm-hmm. for um, information. And we've uh, yeah. enjoyed touching on it again. And we we've have, enjoyed like you it said, very much. We yes. have the podcast out from previous times. Mm-hmm. And if that's something that you're interested. So, I don't know if we've mentioned it yet on this one, but be led. That's what we are yes. always recommending to be led on, say, Definitely. how long you fast, Definitely. Um, what type of fast that you choose to partake of. And I think it's also neat if you can get involved with a ministry mm-hmm. and um, where you can kind of join together right. on just sharing some of your mm-hmm. um some of your, you know, victories as what you're getting during your prayer time. Right. Absolutely. Uh, the book, um, there we go. Complete guide to biblical fasting. Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. is available at miracleword.com. And, uh, that's brother Ted Jr.'s website. You can get the book there. It's a great resource, very thorough. So check it out. You won't be disappointed. Amen. Love you. Thanks for joining us. And we will plan to see you next time around. Yep. Thank you so much, you guys.